Pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning stays on his feet. Our tie at five as we go to the bottom of the 11th. Here's Aaron Boone. Nicks down three. Should the Bulls foul? No. Be careful trying to play it a second time. Can't do it. Here's So happy Easter, everyone. Um, episode two of the, the New York Sports Deserve Better podcast. Uh, we have actually a new co-host. Kyle has been fired. Um, and Bobby is now co-hosting until July, until his season starts to pick back up. Um, and so we're going to call him Intern Bobby. Um, I think that's the fair name he'll get. It's going to be an unpaid internship, obviously, since we're not making money yet. But um, – uh, welcome, Bob, uh, as a, as our intern co-host. Um, uh, you want to say anything about um, about joining? It was uh, a sad, sad day when Kyle Dunn and uh, and you, Danny, had a falling out. But but you got to pick up the pieces and you got to keep moving forward. So yeah. So basically, I uh, me and Kyle didn't uh, didn't really. He was never there. He's never committed to the um, calling. Um, uh, creative differences. Yeah, there's some creative differences there. And and obviously, um, there was some hate. Um, some fans said that Kyle carried the first show. But, um, hey, who you know who I thought really carried the first show? I thought it was Bobby because he, he was the main guest. So what do I do when, I, when someone says that someone carried the show? I hired the guy that actually carried the show because that's who I am and that's what I'm about. So intern Bobby, here we go. Uh, episode two, um, starting point, uh, we started talking about Easter a little bit. Uh, and obviously, with Easter, there's talks of uh, bunnies. And uh, uh, I got sent a DM about a tragic story about um, how one of our fans, um, their bunny passed away over uh, in March. And, uh, you know, Easter's really brought up the memories of, of their rabbit. Um, this is going to go out to... Uh, a moment of silence is going to go to um, Nestor the bunny. Um, he was a, he was a good bunny. Um, he he survived a lot. He lived through. He saw some. He saw some things. Definitely saw some things in that basement. Um, I mean, he lived through a fire. He survived the fire. So uh, that's something that that uh, doesn't get talked about enough when talking about Nestor the rabbit. Um, he's a good rabbit. Um, Bob, you got anything to say about Nestor? Any, any memories of him that um, that you want to share with with everyone before we hold a, a thirty second moment of silence? Yeah, Dan, uh, I appreciate you bringing that up. It's been a uh, it's been a, a somber time uh, for sure in our households and in in the households of the Sullivans who are uh, you know big time listeners of the pod, uh, you know family friends, but but pod listeners first and foremost. Yeah. Um, you know, just a sad day when a, when a little bunny just leaves this world. Yeah, Jack, so to be honest, he is one of the bigger bunnies I've ever seen. I mean, Nestor, Nestor was, was yeah, a, he, it was more of a rabbit rather than a bunny. Which fat, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, just yeah. a massive, massive, a massive living thing, just massive. Yeah. I mean, he was the type of bunny when he hopped into the room by accident. 
I mean, he, he stole your heart. I mean, yeah, he stole your heart, and he just grabbed the attention, like, immediately. He did. He did. He, he um, spotlight is what he did. Yeah. Um, I mean, strong guy. Is that, he, was with the, he was with the Sullivans for a long time. Um, yeah, I, and I know uh, the Sullivans are taking this, you know, pretty tough. So if you, if anyone knows them, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out. Um, they had a, a nice memorial for Nestor um, before uh, swiftly depositing him into uh, Fairfield Town Dump. And uh, you know what? I think, you know, that's where Nestor would have wanted to go. I think that's the place he would have felt most comfortable residing. Yeah. He would be the garbage. Because he, he never thought of anyone else as garbage. He thought there was something, there was something in everyone, and, and uh, the, you, you're not, you could turn trash into anything. And I think that's what, what Nestor wanted to do in his afterlife, is just really turn this, this thing, these things that people call trash and, and make them into useful objects. So um, rest in peace to uh, Nestor, and we're going to hold a little uh, moment of silence for him, and then we're also going to we're going to add a little tribute video at the end. Uh, this, this podcast is going to be dedicated towards uh, Nestor. Um, and uh, we're going to hold a moment of silence for uh, 30 seconds. All right. Uh, that's the moment of silence. Thank you, everyone. I uh, hope uh, you participated in the moment of silence. If you didn't, shame on you. If you, uh, if you did, thank you. God bless you. Um, so um, first topic of today, uh, news came out uh, recently that the MLB wanted to get back into um, back into play as soon as possible. And if that meant no fans and uh, a, not a normal league, um, that's that, if that's what it took, then that's what they're going to do. So they proposed the plan of um, holding all games in spring training sites and realigning the leagues and divisions. And so basically, I mean, they are switching up big time. Um, they, they would have the uh, Grapefruit League and the Cactus League. And, I mean, these divisions are – I mean, the Yankees division – they would blow through that division and like uh, they would, they would win the division by at least 20 games. Uh, that's the North division. I mean, these, these divisions are horrible. The East division is actually a very good division of the grapefruit league nationals, Astros, Mets, Cardinals, and then the ass Marlins. But I mean, well, I, I don't, I don't like this idea. I like the fact that I can maybe possibly watch baseball again, but uh, Bob, what do you think about the realignment and their plan to uh, get things going over there in the MLB? Yeah, so I don't really, uh, I don't really understand how they made these uh, these conferences or these 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 divisions within the two leagues. Like, I get, I get that. And let me just say, uh, I think Grapefruit League is a terrible name. For, I, I just can't get behind that. Yeah, these are these these the names are are based off their uh, spring training leagues. And I think the Grapefruit League is played in it's, Florida. It's Florida. And yep. then and the then rest are played Arizona. in yeah, Arizona. Um, yep. maybe, maybe Grapefruit is, um, is, is like the national – it's like the state uh, fruit of Florida. Yeah. And then just cactuses are in Arizona. So, I don't know, not a lot of creativity there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't hate cactus. Cactuses are kind of cool. It's kind of like a different – Yeah, new, yeah, like, definitely. I can get behind a cactus, but I I don't just 
There's something about a grapefruit. I, like my, dude, my mom eats grapefruits every day for breakfast. She just has like a little, like a Splenda, and she just puts it on a grapefruit and just eats a grapefruit. That's just not, I, I can't have those two things. I tend to just to, to stay away from fruit and vegetables, but um, grapefruits are the, are like the big ones that are like pinkish, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like they're, orange on the outside and pink in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. They're super tart. They're like, it's like, I don't even know how people. Plus, what? So, what's the difference? I don't get the difference between a grapefruit and a grape. That's not. Now I'm just thinking, thinking out loud here. Yeah, I don't. I don't get that either. Like a grape. A grape is still fruit. Yeah, a grape's a fruit. But why yeah. would it like? Like we got to do some more research on that. Obviously, I mean, we have, what's the difference? What's the difference between like, like a, is a grapefruit a melon? And if if it is a melon, are is like a cantaloupe also a melon? Like, are these things? Yeah, I, it's it's like melon, like the overarching like type of food, like how there's pizza and then there's like different kinds of pizza. Maybe that's the case, but I mean, now I'm just thinking that grapefruits are just are just really really big grapes. Yeah. Also, I'm just looking at this closely. You got the Grapefruit League North. You got the Yankees and the Blue Jays, and then in in the South, you got. The rest of the A, at least you got the Sox, the Rays, and the Orioles. I mean, why couldn't you just have, like, the AL East but being played in Florida? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. If, I mean, if you have a, if you have like, a full division it, within your, your grapefruit or cactus, yeah, like, you can have them all in the same division. Like, you put the Nationals, you put the Mets, you put the Marlins together, but you don't put the Braves in with them at, either. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like you have yeah. the AL East and the NL, pretty much all the – you have the AL East and the NL East all in the Grapefruit League, and you can make them two divisions and then just throw the Tigers, the Twins, the Astros, yeah. and uh, that's it. I mean, you could throw them all in just together. Just put the Midwest up there you want to do it. Yeah, I don't know. Makes no sense to me. Um, I'm, I would be – I'm intrigued by the idea that baseball could be back and I can watch something. I can, I can, I can risk some money on something, but I don't think that uh, I, by no means do I want the Yankees to win a championship in this way, in this style, because they deserve better than that. They do. I mean, the Yankees are the only hope for a championship in the next year or two years. I can't, I can't, they can't win the world series. If this is the you year. Don't, uh, you don't think you don't think the Red Bulls could get hot there, Dan? Uh, the Red Bulls, they're a good team. But ever since they lost, uh, ever since they lost uh, Terry Henry, um, maybe they haven't lost, left him, <laughs> lost him yet. But uh, that's the last I've heard of the Red Bulls. And they're also – they're suspended as well. Um, but, you know, sports are – sports are – couldn't come back soon enough. And I think Cole Hamels thinks the exact same thing. And um, – Cole Hamels was actually um, quoted saying that he would he would voluntarily leave his family to start playing baseball again, and I think that's the way a lot of people are thinking now. Just um, the idea of family time is nice, but for this long, um, there's definitely some things that that start to make you want to leave your house and never come back. Um, yeah, I think. I, yeah, I think uh, a lot of people are probably feeling that way. Honestly, like they would, they would 
have no issue. Like, I mean, family time's amazing and, and, and everyone loves being around the family. But I think at a certain point, you just kind of, you just kind of want to get out there again, dude. You just like, you just need to go. Like, I know my mom instituted a rule in the house, no family time before 6 p.m. So, you know, like I come down for breakfast. As soon as I eat breakfast, she boots me. I'm out. I'm upstairs in my room until, you know, until I mean, 6 o'clock. That, that's a fantastic yeah, I mean, rule. That's a fantastic yeah. I mean, Honestly, it's, yeah, you don't know how long you're going to be with each other. So you got to, you got to stagger this time. You don't want to OD on, on, uh, on family time. Yeah. You never know. So this God bless Cole Hamels. I mean, just sacrificing his family time to, to go make $19 million. That's a great, he, it's, it's a, it's a great, great idea for him. And I hope more players say the same thing. They step up and they, uh, they say, you know what? I'm done with family time and I want to go play baseball again. And I think that's the right choice. If, if, if everyone is safe, I think it's the right choice. Yeah. You also got to think like, this is like, you know, maybe a two month period, two and a half, like two, three month period where, where however long it is, where, you know, you get to leave the wife and the kids and you're hanging out in Florida with your boys. Yeah. With your boys, your teammates. You're not, yeah, you're just chilling with your boys. I mean, what's better than that? What's better than that? There's nothing better than that. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, especially once they get uh, get going with the games, he throws a few innings every four days. You know, he's just chilling in the meantime. I think I think he's like pissed. Like this was like vacation time, basically. That it got taken away from him. Tom Brady, Tompa Brady. What a name, right? <laughs> I thought you had some kind of fun. I was letting you do your thing. No, I got nothing to say. I mean, that's the most absurd thing I've ever heard. Tompa Brady. Yeah, I mean, that's just, yeah. I mean, those just weren't great. I mean, I I get that he wants to trademark on it so he can do whatever he wants to it, but I don't know anyone that's lining up to buy a Tompa Brady shirt or a, uh, what was the other other one? Was it, yeah, Tompa Brady? I'm trying to look at the other one. I don't know where the other one is. Oh, Tampa Brady. Tampa Brady. Tampa Brady. So it was Tompa? Tampa Bay or Tampa Brady. So we botched both the names. I don't get why he just doesn't do like Tampa Tom. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to, if he doesn't trademark Tampa Tom, then I'm going to be all over that. Yeah, that's just pretty, that seems like a no brainer. Yeah. Um, I mean, those are horrible names. He sounds like an idiot. I mean, that's probably been going through his head like this, like all last year. It's like, I'm going to sign with Tampa Bay. And I'm going to have these two awesome nicknames that I'm going to trademark. And it turns out they're fucking horrible. <laughs> they're horrible nicknames. He needs, uh, he needs one of his boys to just handle that. Just be the nickname guy. Yeah. Um, did you, didn't you mention that um, Brady said that uh, Gronk's uh, penis was beautiful? Yeah. So he was on uh, – Brady was on Howard Stern, and he gave, like, a full, like, two-hour interview talking about a bunch of stuff. And uh, – one of one of the parts that was was talking about Gronk in the locker room and like some of the antics and you know that sort of thing, and he just said he's got a just a just a good looking uh, appendage. So he's just. I mean, that's got to be one of the greatest. Sweet God and baby Jesus, and that's at rest. Beautiful wiener. Like we're just gonna call it wiener because I'm I'm absolutely too immature to say penis. Um, but nobody. This is, uh, there's also a kid show. Yeah, it's a kid, kid show. show. So we're gonna say we're gonna call it a wiener. Um, so 
you know he's not lying because no one's going to be like oh yeah like he's got a good wiener like you don't lie about this stuff to your guy and i think it's honestly more of a compliment coming from a guy than it is from a girl because if a girl says it she could be lying to make your feeling like to make you have to make sure your feelings don't get hurt tom brady the greatest quarterback of all time says he's got a good looking wiener probably he's got a good looking wiener that probably explains the fact that He's dating Camille Costic, one of the most beautiful women on the face of the earth. Yeah, I mean that 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 adds up. I actually have a uh, I have a picture with Camille Costic. No big deal. Uh, she uh, she's an SI model, right? She was like a uh, swimsuit. Yeah, girl. she's a swimsuit model, and um, I mean she's just beautiful, blonde hair, blue eyes. She's actually from uh, Connecticut. I don't Is she know. really? Yeah, I don't know where from. I think she's from like the Madison area. But, I mean, just a drop-dead gorgeous human being. Uh, definitely the most attractive person I've ever seen with my own eyes. She's got this thing. It's called, like, Never Stop Dancing. And she's a good-ass dancer, too. I've been watching her TikToks. Um, oh, she's on, yeah. She's on TikTok. Definitely on TikTok. Gronk's, Gronk's in her TikToks, too. Um, but, you know, that's, that's Gronk for you. Just a big old wiener. Yeah, dude, I feel like I just missed the wave on TikTok. I just... Just never made it around. I mean, TikTok's bad. TikTok is is simp nation. Um, I mean, there's so many girls that make these TikToks, and every time you just got to swipe up, or you got to click on their profile and make sure that they got an H in their bio because a lot. I was of just the, gonna say that yeah. seems like a that seems like an accident waiting to happen. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you you always got to click on the profile before you watch the TikTok, especially when you see that they're wearing limited clothing like a bikini or they're wearing like short shorts. You got to click on the profile first, look at the age of the bio, and then you can be like, okay, this is nice. But like, you imagine I mean, being a dad, like at Thanksgiving, and everyone's like, you know, you got all the little cousins over and they're like, oh, like, can I be on, 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 uh, you know, little Nancy's TikTok? And you're like, oh, what are you guys making over there? And you look at her TikTok and she's like, but, and, and, and yeah, she's throwing it back. Yeah, yeah, with like grown men reposting it and retweeting it. You're like, geez, Louise. I mean, it's it, it's an accident waiting to happen. Um, I mean, I feel like the most followed girl on TikTok is is 15 years old, and she pops up on my timeline every time I had to block her. I just yeah. can't do it. I mean, she's a great dancer. Has nothing to do with her. She seems like a great girl but I just can't look at a 15-year-old dancing, so I just had to block her. Can't do it. Can't do it. More thing about back to Brady. Yes. So Brady is leasing uh, Derek Jeter's house in Tampa. It's like mm-hmm. the nicest house built ever on the face of the earth. It's like right on the water. It's got a dock right next to it. Um, and there were already rumors of Giselle being like, dude, let's get the hell out of Massachusetts. I mean, that's like the biggest no-brainer of all time, going from Foxborough, Massachusetts, to Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida, and living in, and De- living in Derek Jeter's Goliath of a home. Yeah, I mean, just an absolute Not like a helicopter pad on the roof. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, it's like, uh, it's like, the biggest house I've ever seen. All the power to her for calling that shot. It's a compound. Like if, I had a wife that was like the most incredible – like soccer player ever and, and, and you know we lived right near like the u.s training facility and it, 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 let's just say it's in like omaha nebraska i'm like i'm gonna be like dude let's get the hell out of here like why, why can't we go play for like the uh the miami you know suns or whatever the miami suns the the la quakes 
yeah. something like that. Let's 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 pick a beach town for this. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Derek Jeter's house, massive, and there's not there's not much like he he barely he's got the like, three kids in his he got he's got he's got like three people in his family. He's got uh, Hannah Davis, beautiful, uh, Derek Jeter, him, beautiful, and then I think they may have a daughter who's also probably beautiful. Yeah, probably, probably just a very cute little kid. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Derek Jeter, Tom Brady, uh, New York, Boston, it's kind of like they're, they're coming together. They're recognizing each other's greatness, and uh, they're just giving each other houses and stuff, which is cool. I think that is, like, the peak level of fame is when, like, you when so like when when Jeter builds a house like that like that's never gonna sell because yeah, that's never that is stupidly expensive, but it's like that level of fame when like this unbelievably expensive house can be leased or bought by like this other like incredible, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like it's just like it's just like a game for them like you know what I mean, I mean? That, hopefully that's us someday hopefully this podcast blows up we can lease out lease out uh, Tom Brady's house. I think he was looking at a house in Greenwich. Somebody yeah, that, or we'll that just like we'll just lease out like our parents' basements. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, that's always a backup plan. Um, yeah. So, um, a segment that we'll do once an episode. If I don't know when, how many times we're uploading a week, but I think that we will have an we will have. If it's once a week, we'll just do this episode every week. I mean, the segment every week. And um, I think um, it's going to be called Who Deserves Better, where basically we uh, go over who deserves better and why. And just like New York sports, um, they obviously deserve better. Um, I say that, I mean, our seniors deserve better because, I mean, not just the athletes, because, I mean, spring athletes are going to have the option of, of coming back and not, but um, just the regular guys, students that uh, they're missing out on, 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 on their last semester at school. I mean, now they're just shoved into the real world where, I mean, maybe they're, I mean, the job market's not great. Um, and I mean, they deserve better. Shambles. Yeah, exactly. Like they're, they're not going to get, they're not going to get their like last like two months of just like having zero responsibilities whatsoever. And just literally just hanging out with the boys, hanging out with the girls, just doing whatever the hell they want. And that sucks for them. They're not going to have their graduation. They're not going to have, not going to have their senior weeks. I mean, it's horrible. Uh, they definitely deserve better. And uh, my, my prayers are to you guys definitely deserve better. Bob, who do you think deserves better this week? Uh, so I'm a little late to this, uh, this, this trend here. And I know everyone's probably watched it by now, but uh, Tiger King, mm-hmm. the- uh, the Netflix documentary with Joe Exotic and, uh, you know, just, just keeping unbelievable amounts of tigers in, like, two-by-two two cages. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say this: the species, number one, because there's more of them captive than in the wild, which is, uh, you know, it's just a real bummer there, you know? And then uh, the other side of it is uh, all the ones specifically that have to live with uh, polygamous crackheads. I feel like, you know, it's one thing to be a tiger at, like, the Bronx Zoo, 
you know, you know, come yeah. over a couple times. They give you like a full cow, and then you can just chill the rest of the day. These guys are like, you know, they're getting fed by like doped up people with no teeth. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know their intentions, you know, as good as they may be, you know, they're just. I I would much rather be like a, a Bronx Zoo tiger than like Joe Exotics, you know, runt of the litter tiger that's eating raw spam and like old Spanish Walmart from like three weeks ago, you know? That's a good one. I mean, they definitely deserve better. They deserve to be in the wild. I mean, they deserve to live a life that they're supposed to live. Um, My second um, who deserves better this week is, is DJ Khaled. I mean, he was, he was, he was photographed looking like, like, like Saddam Hussein after he was captured. I mean, he looked horrible. And I mean, I think he deserves better because he's always been like the fat guy. He's always been the joke of the of of the internet. But to to I mean, he, it was always playful then. But now people are really attacking the way he looks, and I don't appreciate that because hey, we all take bad pictures. We all look bad. Maybe maybe you got bad hair day, or or you got a double chin in it. And in this picture, he has I mean everything that could go wrong in this picture went wrong for DJ Khaled in this picture. So. That's my second who deserves better of the week. Uh, Bob, do you have a second one? I do, but just to just to jump on that one for a sec too, I think if there – well, I'm sure he deserves better, but uh, if there is anyone that could get through that, it, it's got to be DJ Khaled. I mean, that dude is like the most positive, upbeat, um, you know, just dude. Just just living his Snapchat uh, story, uh, jet ski, just giving little, little pump-up speeches to himself. Yeah. You know, positivity got, uh, is key. You know, key. Keys. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he'll uh, he'll 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 be back. That'll be fine. He'll definitely be fine. But I just I think got... he deserves a little better because he's been doing nothing but spreading positivity um, throughout the years. Right. And, and people don't appreciate it. That's a good point yeah. there, Dan. Yeah. Um. All right. So my second one, uh, not a great one, but just one that I've I've kind of I've always felt bad about for years. Uh, New York City, like old school cab drivers, yellow, like old taxis. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, no, exactly. Because uh, yeah. first Uber, Uber comes in, right? And mm-hmm. now you know you, you can just Uber in the city, and that you know, it's not good for business if you're a yellow cab. And then uh, the second one is is the city just being uh, the epicenter of a global pandemic is also not great for for business. business. Yeah, I think that's. So I'd say, that's Getting getting overrun by Uber is not great, and then also losing all of the remaining customers you have to a uh, global right. pandemic, making the the one of the the world's most populous cities almost like a ghost town, not great. Yeah, they definitely and, deserve better because they're salt of the earth people. Again, like that was the type of uh, transportation too, where you felt you didn't feel great getting out of it anyway. Even when there wasn't a global pandemic, you felt a little germy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Lord knows who's been here, and now you know. I don't know if they'll ever recover from that because it's like, who the hell is going to go get in a cab? You know, post yeah. you know apocalyptic pandemic. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's great. That's fantastic. We got more to talk about, so. Um, sad news this morning uh, broke when um, a legendary uh, New York Post photographer uh, who covered all sorts of New York sports uh, passed away. 
Uh, his name was Anthony Cowsey. Um, I mean, you you see a picture of a, of a, an iconic sports uh, moment, and he probably took the picture. Um, with the, I mean, a lot of people have been uh, tweeting about him. Uh, a lot of people have been saying how much he he was liked. Um, someone said, um, once you meet him, uh, he'll he'll never forget your name, and you'll never forget his either. I mean, just kind of speaks to the character of of this man, and um, we just, uh, I mean, a sad, sad day, and uh, we hope that um, his family is, um, his family is well, uh, we we send our prayers, our thoughts and prayers, and um, I mean, just a sad day for us, and a, and a big loss for uh, sports media, um, I mean, it's tough. Yeah, just uh, just very sad, dude. Thanks. Just feel for his family. It's just uh, very, very sad. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so rest in peace to Anthony Kazi, um, and um, uh, thoughts and prayers to his family. Um, all right, on to the last uh, segment of the uh, podcast. Uh, we're going to be answering some questions that you all sent in. First question comes from. Brendan Sullivan at B Sully. Um, he asked me what my favorite hot dog from Super Duper Weenie is. And uh, definitely, he, we want your input on this too, Bob. I'm going to say my favorite hot dog from Super Duper Weenie is the Cincinnatian. It's got chili, it's got cheese, it's got, um, it's got, and it's got a little chopped onions. Uh, I mean, just a fantastic dog. I go, I go to Super Duper I get two Cincinnatians, I get a large fry, and I get myself a, a nice Coca-Cola. Uh, that's my go-to order, Super Duper Uh How about you, Bob? Yeah, I like uh, Cincinnati for sure. I also like uh, Chicagoan. What's on that, dog? Chicago dog? Yeah. I don't even know, dude. You don't know? You just go for it? <laughs> I got it once like a long time ago. I've only been there a couple of times. We gotta get to, we gotta we gotta get you there. We'll have to I gotta go back there. That was never a big super duper guy. I don't know why. Yeah, uh, we'll get you there. Maybe we'll, maybe record an episode with them. At super that would be good. They'd be a good guest. Yeah. Uh, the second uh, question comes from. Um, comes from Timmy Ham and Cheese at. Ham flavor. Um, he says, will you hashtag get brof on the pod? Uh, I, I think uh, Will Brophy, uh, defenseman uh, uh, at, at Holy Cross. Uh, I mean, that's a great, that's a great guest to have in the pod. If he's willing to come on, I think we can, we can definitely get brof on the pod as, as soon as uh, the next, either the next episode or the episode after that. Uh, love to have brof on the pod. Um, Bob, do you know brof at all? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, we both patron the same. Uh, uh, all, all three of us uh, are patrons of the same New Year's Eve. I mean, uh, Christmas Eve party at the Sullivan's. Yeah, I mean, um, definitely, definitely a, a good guest to have on. Yeah, for sure. I've heard he's a bit of an enforcer. I heard he's a tough guy, as, as they say. I mean, so, defenseman, hockey defenseman, they got to be some sort of enforcer. Um, hard, hard nosed, gritty dude. Funny, funny story about Will Brophy. Uh, he. Uh, him and his family uh, actually drove down my uh, driveway yesterday on Easter, 
um, and they were dressed as uh, they were decked out Easter in Bunny. A, a Easter Bunny outfit and a uh, a carrot costume. So I mean, obviously there's personality there, and I, I think that'd be a good interview. Um, uh, the next question comes from uh, Ben. Uh, his at is at fourthodontist. Uh, he says, uh, would love to hear on the pod how your bowel movements have been during quarantine and if you're worried about the potential toilet paper shortage. Um, and then he said, thanks, I'll hang up and listen. Um, I think uh, my, my bowel movements have been uh, great. Uh, everything's coming out hard. Uh, not that hard, though. I mean, I think it's coming out. It is the best bowel movements I've had in probably the past three to four years. Uh, I stopped drinking, so I don't really have anything that's like, it's not like beer poops. And I stopped really eating like crap. So, I mean, poops are great. I, I poop maybe once a day, maybe sometimes zero times a day. And the uh, toilet paper shortage, I don't have a care in the world. I can get toilet paper, uh, get my hands on toilet paper whenever I want. Uh, Bob, how, how, how your, uh, how's, how's your bowel movements? Sounds like you're the uh, perfect picture of health over there, Dan. I mean, I'm trying. I've lost 10 pounds, so. Have you really? Yeah, I lost 10 pounds, so. I mean, yeah, it's starting to get tired of the old bit of uh, I'm a fat ass, I'm a fat bastard. Yeah, it ran mean, its course, didn't it? Yeah, it ran its course. Uh, I mean, yeah. it was a good bit for a while. I got a lot of likes out of it, but. I mean, I think the bit's the bit's done. I don't want to be fat anymore, so I'm trying my hardest to uh, to definitely lay off the turn off over the a new leaf. Yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, I like to drink booze with the boys, and I'm not going to stop doing that. But I'm not with the boys, so uh, I, I can sacrifice drinking for a little bit and have the occasional beer rather than have uh, you know the 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 usual big diesel twenty. Mm. That is, that's very insightful. Glad yeah. you're on your own personal personal journey. How's your uh, bowel movements? How's the poops? Me? Uh, honestly, not not a whole lot to write about. Pretty pretty right. uneventful. Um, yeah, usually it's just a morning morning one. I read the read the Wall Street Journal because I'm an intellectual. Um, then you know, stay up on the stocks, uh, mergers and acquisitions, uh, that whole sort of thing. And uh, yeah, everything goes pretty smoothly. About forty-five minutes to an hour later, I'm out of the bathroom and I'm ready to go. Yeah, I mean that's that's nothing, that's uh, nothing, nothing out crazy. of the usual. Yeah, nothing crazy out of the out of my <laughs> ass recently. It's been a great it's been a great couple months uh, of bowel movements for me. So uh, thanks for that question, Fourth Adontist. Um, that was pretty much episode two. Um, I mean. Do we got new guest? I mean, not a new guest, new co-host, uh, intern Bobby. I mean, I think we had a good show. Talked about a lot, and um, I think we're I think we're ready to wrap this one up. Yeah, I uh, think that went pretty well. Is there any word on uh, if James Dolan has uh, still has coronavirus? Um, want to be on record saying i wish him a full recovery yeah well i mean we obviously are wishing him a full recovery and i think um i, I haven't heard any news so maybe maybe he doesn't have it anymore which would be which would be awesome um but if he does still have it and uh, i mean we're just wishing him the best 
God bless you all, and God bless you. On the River Line. I'm in a New York state of mind.